It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, hello, hello. Y'all know what time it is. Time for To The Max Sports. I'm Drew, along with Max. Later in the show, you'll hear that unseen comedic uh, voice. That's Brother Bob working the ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's everybody doing? Happy Thursday, everyone. Hey, man, you know what I did last night? I wanted to save it for the show. Wait a minute. You're not allowed to do it, that on it, camera. It was safe and legal, I promise. You, um... I went to a Spurs game. What? And guess what? It went into overtime. I was highly entertained we have a young entertaining team we really do um i was impressed with the way they play you know uh their heart they didn't give up they they tried they almost beat uh memphis and um john morant man that guy's a stud man. yeah when it went, it went into overtime flat stud. and that's all i want this year is lose and be entertaining and, and if you want them to and, and you know what the what the the tough part for me was i wanted to be entertained and but i kind of wanted them to lose because i really want that number one draft pick <laughs> wait wait Bef- before you express your want for the number one draft pick have you learned how to pronounce his name yet Wimbanyaya. Not close. Close enough. I don't even. I don't even <laughs> well, well, hopefully, when the time's right, we'll all know his name. But a um, couple takeaways from that game, man. We really, we've got some uh, trade capital right now in Robinson and McDermott. These guys are lights out three point shooters, and if you've got a team, Lakers, maybe Toronto, maybe back to Atlanta, that are kind of all in for one year. Man, let's try to move them along with Pirtle and 
and get some draft capital because right now their stock is probably as as high as it can get. So that that uh, that Josh uh, is it Robinson? I believe his name mm-hmm. is. Man, that dude's a flat out three point shooter as well as McDermott. These guys can. Did, do you think that uh, Dougie McDermott had to learn how to shoot three pointers because he wouldn't get respect going inside with a name like Dougie? <laughs> it's possible, but whatever he did, he's doing it right. So uh, I would keep uh, I would keep Kelton Johnson. I wouldn't move a cell. Uh, I like Trey Jones. Keep keep those as your your core pieces to build around. But hey, man, let's let's move those other moving parts. Get them traded out. You know and and. Stock up on some draft picks. And no more wardrobe malfunctions. But having said that, you know, yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, he seemed like he was having the funnest time on the court. Popovich? Popovich. Really? (laughs) Smiling. Just, you know, I I think he's kind of like if I went to go coach youth soccer and had no expectations, but I saw the kids having fun. And so it let me have fun watching the kids. And he just seems like he's having a good time. You know, he looks good. He's out there laughing and smiling, and it was just a really fun environment. And I was surprised going in. He was like, but there was a lot of fan excitement. They played well. And, uh, you know, let's let's see what the future holds. Do you think he's still here when, when we compete for another NBA championship? Uh, either that or he promotes himself up to full-time, you know, GM. And he's then who sits the bench? He's sitting on the oh, uh, they'll probably bring in who's the female Becky, probably bring in Hammond or somebody. I, I would like to see Becky Hammond, but I don't want to see the Spurs do what the Colts just did this week. What was that, Jeff Saturday? Jeff Saturday, <laughs> that's a blast from the past. Well, no, it's I mean, this seat's still warm on the get ups on the get up set. This is crazy. Do you know how many games he's coached in college? I would guess zero. None. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that in his, he actually coached at Hebron Catholic or Hebron Christian something in somewhere in Georgia. His last season as head coach of that high school football team, they played 10 games. How many games did they win? I think it was zero. No, it was, was three. It three. Okay. <laughs> he went three and seven as a high school coach. <laughs> that would fall below uh, 500. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like watching Jeff Saturday. I actually think he seems to be a pretty yeah. good guy. But his qualification is he had Peyton up his ass <laughs> for for a couple Super Bowls. Yes. And Peyton's his friend. Yeah. Folks, we're the only show that can go from the Spurs to Jeff Saturday like that. <laughs> or up Jeff Saturday. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, legends, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to send George the link. I'm still trying to get the Iceman George Gervin on. Shout out to Roger Martin, my friend. He's also friends with George. So, George, come on up, do an interview. Let's have some fun. We'll get that done as soon as we can. Having said that, go Spurs go. Um, what about those college rankings? You've been pining for TCU for what now? The last three or four weeks. And lo and behold, they got a chance to, to lose it this Saturday in Austin, which I think they will. Oh, you're. And we'll, we'll put all this nonsense okay. to bed. Just like you guys talked about Tennessee, and I said George is a far superior product, and 
Man, I hate to say I was proven right again. Okay, far superior is a little bit of an overstatement. They won in Georgia by two touchdowns. And they would have won in Tennessee by two touchdowns. I don't think so. Okay. Well, at least, I mean, they they will be playing it out. I mean. We think. We we hope and we think. But you're also the one that picked Alabama against Tennessee, and that wasn't even close. (laughs) Well, so. <laughs> no, it, no, it kind of was close. <laughs> yeah, they, they it, close. Yeah. it shouldn't have been that close. It shouldn't. Um, Alabama struggled. So. You know, any team that's got that running back, Bajon Robinson, I mean, he's he's the X factor. And then your X factor is probably TCU is going to be the quarterback, Max Dugan, mm-hmm. you know, and see if they let him be himself and run the ball and he, he spreads the offense out a little bit. You know, well, Sonny Dykes, I mean. Um, Who? The, Sonny Dykes. Um, the way that they play that offense, one of the things about TCU is they do fall behind in every single game. But as you just said, uh, with Texas being able to run the ball, this might be the week that where that might fall short. And if it does, then, hey, let's turn the page on TCU and uh, – Let's go ahead and uh, slide Tennessee up there, and here we go debating on that again. Well, I mean, <laughs> where's Michigan at and all this? You got to move them up. Well, it's, it's Michigan, I mean, Michigan's third, and they're going to stay third until they play Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, whoever wins the Michigan-Ohio State game. Yeah. I mean, whoever wins that game is They're out of the top four after yeah. that, yeah. Now, now as a TCU, what, what amuses me is Vegas does not agree with the committee because Vegas has TCU as a seven-point dog to a Texas team which didn't look all that good at the beginning of the season. Yeah. To me, that's a little high, but you you said something kind of interesting. I thought about this a couple of days ago. You've got TCU who habitually makes these epic comebacks this year. And you've got Texas, which jumps out to these huge leads and then gives them up late. So we could have a really, really interesting fourth quarter, especially if the Longhorns jump out to one of their – 21-point leads, and then TCU comes storming back. So I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. Is that a late game? Yeah, it's 6.30 on ABC. That's going to yeah, be a that, great that's game. That's going to be a good game. That, yep, and that'll, and that'll flesh it out. But I – even if TCU beats Texas, LSU, with what they did this past weekend, if they went out, beat Georgia in a championship game, I don't know. I – Here's, I don't think, and I think I said this last week, I don't think the committee has the the cojones to put three SEC teams in, even though three SEC teams, SEC teams might deserve it. I think it's so close to the playoffs. Possibly. Uh, the next couple of years, that's going to change things a little bit. I think this might be one of those years where they do that. So that way everybody gets a little more excited and starts talking up the playoffs. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, I, I love – Michigan and Ohio State. I just cannot wait for that game. It's going to be a great game. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. I'll tell you what, though, that game scares me. I know there's some someone out there that gets tired of me talking about Ohio State, but you know what? When they when they start losing, they'll quit talking about them. But the fact of the matter is they do make me nervous right now. I think Michigan can go in and actually beat them. And, and, I, and I'm Ohio State homer. The problem we got with C.J. Stroud is for whatever reason – just don't trust the man. You look at his stats and they're amazing, but he doesn't want to run the football. And, you know, I'm used to Terrell Pryors and and some of these young, you know, the Justin Fields that will tuck that yeah. ball under their wing and run for 15 or 20 yards, and he's just not that quarterback. Um, 
I think it's going to be a great game, but it makes me nervous. But, yes, um, that's going to be one to mark on your calendar. Yeah, I mean, I I wish Michigan had had a better resume leading up to this. I don't know what they've had. Their non-conference schedule has been poop, <laughs> which I think the committee has really held against them. And and, and I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to do a get-off-the-lawn moment. Okay. Why... Do we have to listen to what the committee has to say before we play meaningful games? I mean, put TCU at at four. Great. We're all going to talk about it on a Wednesday morning and a Thursday morning and into the weekend until they play somebody. But it doesn't matter except for us to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I think TCU's out of the conversation this time next Thursday. I I think Texas actually... Pulls off a win. And you know what? Don't ever go against Vegas. And when they got, like you said, uh, Texas as seven-point favorites. Mm -hmm. So are you going with Texas? It's tough, man. That's a lot of points. I think Texas Texas wins, but they they don't cover. Okay. You know what, Drew? Um, Texas has one of these games in them. Every three or four years, I mean, go back to Nebraska, uh, go back to uh, when they played and upset Houston, going back when they had um, Andre Ware, Heisman Trophy, uh, go back to A&M. Texas has one of these every four or five years, and I'm going to say that this is the weekend that Texas does that because they need it. They need it for the yeah, program. This, I think this, this is this it. This is, their, this is their bowl game. Um, and they have an X factor no one's talking about. You don't know who that is. Um, you ever is heard it, of a guy named Gary Patterson? Oh, yeah. Special the, yeah. assistant. How go. much does the special assistant? Well, how special is he? How special is he? He's special <laughs> enough that they're paying him a lot of money to be a special assistant. And what kind of special? <laughs> He's special. <laughs> so so uh, think about that. Yeah. You know, wouldn't he love to go in and. Mm-hmm. They let him and, go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of the same scenario. Heard it first here. You'll hear it on Saturday with all the talking heads, but you heard it first on Thursday. So, we're going to go with Texas. What about you, Bob? Are you going to stick with TCU or are you going to go with Texas? I want chaos. Again, I I just love chaos. You? Like putting together this show in two minutes? Yeah, something like that. No, I, I just want the scenario to play out that, Three of the top four teams in college football are from the SEC, and the CFP will not have the cojones to put three SEC teams in. That's what I want to see. I want to see it come down to that. Got it. So who's our top five right now? We got Georgia. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan, State, TCU, Michigan, and Tennessee. TCU, Tennessee. Yeah, it's going to be tough because you figure the Michigan, Ohio State, one of those is going to drop out of the four. Uh, if TCU loses, they drop out. So that would put Tennessee, um, who's running sixth or seventh right now? LSU. Who? Oh, boy. LSU. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could get the chaos you wanted. Yeah. A, t- a, a two-loss two LSU over a one-loss Oregon? Well, if LSU with two losses beats Georgia and they win the SEC, again, if they win the SEC with two losses, uh, you have to put them in because they beat Georgia, who beat yeah. Tennessee, who beat Alabama. And, then I mean, that's why we're talking about it. How can yeah. you how can you leave LSU out of it? So, well, one thing we don't yep. have to talk about anymore is baseball. 
And I think you had a right. I think you said six games. Didn't I you? did say six. I said yeah. seven. And you, I said you had five. five. So we were. But we all had the edge. We didn't have a sweep. Um, I was hoping it was going to be better. Better? I, was, I mean, seven. I wanted. I did want it to go seven, and I wanted the Phillies to win. You know, oh. when, I was, when I was thinking about it, though, none of the games were quote-unquote, like, close, but each game was entertaining. Everyone, yeah. Every one of the games was entertaining. I thought four through, I mean, I thought five and six were close. But, uh, yeah, but each of the games was entertaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though there was, Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun series. One of the segments that we did was this week, and I don't know if you're an old guy like me, all you out there, there used to be a guy named Mel Allen. And when I was a kid, man, 11 o'clock on Saturday, this week in baseball. And uh, so this is our final this week in baseball. This is how the Houston fans celebrated their win. This is how the Houston fans celebrate their win. Hold on. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. Oh, there's no audio to it. That's okay. Pretty good one. I just love lo- love some of these folks just coming in and going, okay, I'm not going to break it up, but I'm going to get really close with my camera. Like that one kid in orange. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a TikTok <sighs> sensation. Everyone wants to be a TikTok so sensation. So that's how you celebrate a World Series win in Houston. I think that was outside the stadium. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's a, I mean, at least they're not turning over cars and burning down things. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's a de- Detroit thing. So if, speaking of burning down um, buildings and lighting cars, so kind of the same thing with uh, TCU in Texas with Patterson. So we have the Packers and the Cowboys, the Cowboys going up to green Bay <sighs> with Mike McCarthy going and um, you think he'll seek revenge with uh, Aaron Rodgers? When is that game? I don't think it matters. Three thirty. You know, what's funny is uh, um, Rogers came out this week and said, he came out. The, well, came out and said, <sighs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> He came out and said he is not. He, he came out and said he's unvaxxed again. Now, uh, <laughs> he came out and said the ride with McCarthy was very nice. The, the the part of my career that I really enjoyed, which is kind of interesting. Before, uh, yeah, he got his Super Bowl ring that way. And then he got him fired because on Monday on the ticket in Dallas, they interviewed Mike McCarthy and he was talking about. Um, how he still has that dent that hasn't healed and the way that he and his family were treated in the green Bay uh, was, was not the best. And he really felt bad for his daughters who were born there and were there for a couple of years as they're growing up, they wanted to stay, but it just wasn't a good decision. And he kind of not regrets it, but it was something that he wishes he would have done differently. Loves Dallas, the city of Dallas being supported you can tell that he still he wants this one. He wants this one bad. So oh, this I, I, he doesn't need to want this one bad. Rogers looked abysmal last weekend. Abysmal. It, do you think Rogers might say, you know what, this would be the game that I'm going to do well and turns it up? And what if they win? I just don't think he has the moving parts. You don't in think play. so? No, he didn't have the play. No, and and I don't think. And as as much as I like Lafleur, I really do think he's a decent guy. This is the first stormy season he's had to endure. He's had a lot of rainbows and unicorns, and, you know, you could 
before this season, you could pencil them in for 12 or 13 wins a season. They don't need to work all that hard for it. This year, they're having to work hard, and it's just not coming together, offensively or defensively. I predicted their demise last year, but I'm always one year behind. But, yeah, they're, they're, I, I think Dallas wins that game. Okay. And, and my prediction is between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, Tom Brady plays his last game after Rodgers plays his last game. Really? Yep. Wow. Because I think, I mean, the Packers don't make it to the playoffs. <laughs> the, the Buccaneers could sleep the rest of the season and probably make the playoffs in that yeah. division. So Brady's playing a, playing a playoff game. Rodgers is not. True. Speaking of uh, predictions, uh, how did we do last week? Last I did week. great. <laughs> I, I forgot to bring you a donut. I did you great. Like, you look like you won a donut. <laughs> last week, uh, Drew went 3-0. Uh, and oh. That's the kind of donut I like. Max went two and one, and Bob went the donut, but the opposite way, 0 and 3. I'm consistent. So where are we at for the year, folks? uh, For the year. This is against the spread. If you're betting football and taking my picks, I'm making you money. Drew is 17 and 10. Uh, Bob is 12 and 15. Or Bob can make you money. The other way. Just just pick (laughs) against me. (laughs) Max is 9 and (laughs) 9. Yes. Oh, well, Max, you made it up to the Mendoza line. Man. Absolutely. I'm up there. I'm, I'm hitting up there. I'm so what do we got going on tonight? Who's playing tonight? The Falcons and the Panthers. God, is that on the Amazon Prime? Oh, Amazon Prime just has to be, like, disgusted with the NFL. That's okay. It's like, can you flex us, please? That's okay. I think next year Bezos owns the Washington Commanders. I don't think he's too much worried. Yeah. You have Atlanta minus two and a half on that one. What do you think? You know what? I'm going to just go with Atlanta. I, I got to take Atlanta. Their offense is capable. Yeah, they have a running game. Yep. <sighs> You're making me pick games I really don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Atlanta. What the hell? Okay. okay. You can't make up any ground, but that's okay. You can't lose any either. There you go. Chargers. Uh, Sunday night, uh, you have the Chargers going to the 49ers. Man, I'm kind of on the 49ers bandwagon now after they made these moves with McCaffrey. And, man, I'll tell you what. I love your coach, dude. He is the best coach in the NFL. I don't throw the word out genius because it's so overused. And I don't think that he's a genius. We're talking about Shanahan. But that guy in today's NFL, because everything has been tried. So there's no genius defenses or offenses you can really put together. When I think of genius, I think of guys like – Sam Weich with the no huddle, Bill Green Walsh. Bay with the sweep, the Bill West, Walsh with the, the West, West Coast, Coast offense. You know, someone that recreates something that hasn't been seen. But Shanahan, this guy can take players and put them in positions to make them the best possible player they can be. And he did it right off the bat with McCaffrey. I, the guy threw. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. But he threw. He ran. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> First game? Was that the first game? No, it was the second game. Second. That's crazy. That's feel him out the first game. See, that's the thing where, I mean, I don't think genius may be misplaced in this because that offense, I've said it before, that offense is incredibly complicated. There's a lot of moving parts. This is the reason why I like Garoppolo as opposed to Lance under center right now, especially with McCaffrey coming in. And if you don't want to use the word genius, I'm going to call him a wunderkind. A wunderkind. A wunderkind. We can do that. So if you do take San Francisco, that's a minus seven. You going with San Francisco? Where are they playing at? Uh, in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Yeah, uh, man, I hate that. What's this 
Chargers. I know I'm asking, putting you on the spot, Bob, but do you know what their average scoring offense is? Because here's my philosophy again. Mm -hmm. This isn't double digits, but seven points is a lot if you got a team with some offensive firepower. And I think the quarterback is there. Is he's, he hurt? He's my fantasy quarterback, and he's struggling this year. I hope he had Mixon last week. He's not struggling that bad. He's got uh, 281 yards a game. Thank you, Drew, and I did win. Yes, yeah, yeah Mixon lit it. Oh, I did win. <laughs> I mean, his. I mean, the, the the Herbert stat line isn't that bad. Tw- 281 yards a game, 13 what's, touchdowns against five interceptions. What's the offense scoring? Average score. If they're over 20, I got to take the points, man. They're averaging 23.0 points per game. So if they had to do their average, that's 30 points. I mean, that means San Francisco would have to score like 37, 30. Yeah, I'm taking Chargers. Me too. I was trying for you to fall for that because Herbert, he is my quarterback. He's doing well. He's just unfortunate that he's had a couple of injuries uh, with his receivers and his lineman. He's also, he's gotten over a little bit of those ribs that were hurt earlier in the year, but yeah. I think they'll cover. And we know Homer Bob's going to take San Francisco next. Did did, um. <laughs> did, did the Chargers get rid of the, uh, the, the team physician person that punctured one of the quarterback's lungs? Tyrod Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, they got rid of that guy. Yes. He, he's, he, he's now at, um, uh, Oklahoma he's and now, it defended in a lawsuit. He's now in a penal colony. In no, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I mean, I'm going to take the 49ers at home. Okay. Homer oh, Bob, you heard Homer it first. Bob. Now, Monday night, Washington goes to the Eagles. Oh, my oh God. epic. Oh my God. You know what? It's 11 minus 11 and the Eagles struggled. And I'm not trying to get you guys to sway, but the Eagles did. I think I it's a sucker struggle. line. I'm taking, I'm still on in on the Eagles. Give me Eagle. Eagles by 11. Yep. Really? Yep. Who's Market. Washington's quarterback? He, they got the guy that was there, Tyler Heineke. Yeah, Heineke. Heineke. Heineken. Heineke. Huh. Heineke. Heineke. Monday night, Washington. You know what? I, I can only catch up, like Drew said, by. Or you can fall further behind. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go with Washington. I'm going to take the points. I think that's a lot of points in a divisional game. It's a lot of points in a divisional game. So Drew's going to take Eagles. Fly, Eagle, fly. Fly, Eagle, fly. Go Manders. <laughs> okay, Bob. There we go. Bro, bro, bro. The Manders. Yep. You're taking the Commanders. I'm, or, or the Commies. You call them whatever you want. Bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everybody understood that uh, we are going with the uh, Horns to upset TCU this week. So Yeah, that should be a fun game. So we're going to end it with some fun. If you're still playing along, guys, we like to do sports trivia. Uh, it's one and done, so it doesn't last forever. We'll just go counterclockwise here, or clockwise, actually. Uh, I'll give you the first question, Max. Uh, I'm going to give you, this is kind of interesting, well, I'm going to give you pro football, Max. Okay. Pro football. May both teams' benches be located on the same side of the field? Hmm, I've seen it before. I don't know why I did, but I'm going to go with yes. Yes, the home team has the option of allowing both teams that's on the same weird. side of the field. So my question is, that's weird. if they're on the same side of the field, do you still have to go like this when you're talking <laughs> to the player? I think. Well, and does Dan. This is a get off my lawn. I hate this shit. And does Dan Snyder charge extra or reduce his gate revenue for renting out that side of his own field? <laughs> 
Dan's going to go where the money is. Have you seen that? That they are under criminal investigation now for financial impropriety related to that. I saw that. And you're still going with the Manders on principle alone. No, on the on the fact that eleven points is a lot of a lot of points in a divisional. All right, Max, give brother Bob one here. There you go, Bob. You ready? Sure. Golf. Here we go. Okay. All right, making sure that I can read this and see it clearly. Here we go. Question. In golf, can a player have several cat caddies during his rounds? Holy crap. <sighs> I would think he should. He should be able to, or she should be able to, or they should be able to. You're on the clock. During multiple caddies during a round, yes, because the caddy may fall ill, so I may I'm be able to replace yes. the caddy. I'm gonna say yes. The answer, okay. Yes, provided there is just one with him at all times. Yeah, because I'm gonna say, what if your caddy pulls a hammy or something? You know. That was a good question. Actually, when I had to read that twice because I didn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or your or your caddy walks off a la tin cup. <laughs> yeah. or, your, or your caddy looks like the one that Adam Sandler had, the homeless guy. Remember he pulled the homeless guy yeah. off the street? I could hit this one. All right. Okay, so am I asking one? Yes, sir. Okay, who am I asking this to? This would be to me, sir. Yeah, okay. I'll do golf again. What the hell? John's ball comes to rest in a pile of grass clippings, which will later be removed. May he drop his ball without penalty? Yes. Okay. It's happened to me before. The, and the answer is true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Let's let's circle the uh, field again here. I'll get it. I'll do golf for you. Okay. After finishing the ninth hole, John and Bill inadvertently exchange balls. John then hits Bill's ball from the 10th tee. Did John hit the wrong ball? After finishing the ninth hole, John and Bill inadvertently exchange balls. John then hits Bill's ball from the 10th tee. Did John hit a wrong ball? Yeah, I mean... The way I'm viewing it, that's not his ball. Because no, the ball John tees up is considered his ball and must be played to the conclusion of the hole. Now, if they exchange during the hole. Oh, but after oh the that's what happened in Goldfinger yeah. when, when Bond <laughs> replaced the ball. You're dating yourself, Brother Bob. That was okay. a good movie. Max is out. Okay, so I'm asking you now? You're asking me. Can a fielder hold the ball in one hand and tag the bag with his glove to force the batter at first? I'm one. dancing for those on radio. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would say yes, because I've seen people barehand the ball from first. So as long as... As there's an extension, I would say yes. Okay, yeah, it's yes. I've seen that, you know, where they barehand it. And- mm-hmm. As long as they tag the bag. Yeah, to force the batter at first. Can't tag with that glove. Yeah. But can touch the bag because there's no different than, than your foot. Okay, one more and then we'll go to sudden death and it could be a time. Okay. Uh, 
pro basketball, basketball. John drives to the basket, releases the ball, and makes contact with a defensive player. One official calls charging, while the other calls blocking. John's shot is successful. What is the proper procedure to handle this call? Score, score the basket. No, no foul. Either way, the basket is disallowed since there are conflicting opinions, and play resumes with a jump ball at the center circle between any two opposing players who were on the court when the play occurred. Okay, interesting. That call sucks. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, you heard from Brother Bob. We're done, guys. <laughs> Until next week, a lot of exciting stuff going on. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We sound better than we look. Until next week, we'll see you next week. Go Horns, bring on the chaos. Mm-hmm.